Hello? For four decades, she felt safe. But now? So my phone rang. Hello? My mom screamed. Maybe that's why they didn't take the car. They grabbed the purse. She was afraid. She called, and I got on a plane. There is a sense of being violated. It's not a broken bone. It doesn't heal. Now, every time the garage door opens, every time you look into that dark corner leading into the backyard, you worry. That worry, that doubt, is fear. My mother had never been robbed in and around her home. She bragged to her friends how safe it was. When I arrived home back in 2017 to comfort this scared woman, my mom, who now seemed smaller, frailer than when I left, she had a message for me about the city I thought I knew. (laughs) She said, maybe the city you left in 2001 is not the same Chicago you'd be returning back to. And you say, Shy City, Shy City, Shy City, I'm coming home again. I don't know if I had lived at home if I could have stopped the attempted carjacking with my mom back in 2017. All I know is that I felt helpless and not being able to protect my mom when she was robbed. What I'm most upset about is that these children or teenagers are using their time and energy to rob and in many cases carjack a vehicle from a person. These robberies or carjackings in many cases involve suspects my age or younger. My mom was very shaken up after the robbery in her garage. It seeped into how she saw me. No matter my age, after the attempted carjacking, it was as if I was a kid again who needed to be home before the streetlights came on. After living in New York for almost two decades and moving about the city on my own to come back to a scared mom and not being able to move about in the same way in Chicago was maddening. There is something insanely wrong this ain't living. No, no, baby. This ain't living. No, 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 no. What drives me so crazy about what's happening lately throughout Chicago's diverse neighborhoods? It's more often, it's seemingly random, and the results have been tragic. I feel very passionate about this topic and wanted to make sure that we talked about our safety during this holiday season. I thought with a pandemic going around, would there be time to carjack someone? I mean, come on. In Chicago, the answer is stupefying, yes. And like COVID-19, carjacking has spread like a virus. Of course, to not have a car and be forced to use public transportation is to surrender to the virus. One way or another, in pandemic America, being carless is to put one's life at risk. But I refuse to be a victim. Let me say that again. I refuse to be a victim. I refuse to be afraid of my own people living in the neighborhood where I grew up. Of course I have faith in God. 
I'm also very careful when and how I travel. You should be too. Today, we look at ways to stay safe during the winter holidays. I'm Valerie Johnson, and this is Interludes. Interludes, a pure lighthouse production. Brought to you by A1 Pestmasters. For all your exterminating and pest control needs, call A1 Pestmasters. And now, all the way live from the south side of Chicago, give it up for your host, Valerie Johnson. Stealing a car is simple. First, I gotta make sure not to attract attention. Then, I look for a car that doesn't have a club on it. Hey, I've only got a few seconds to steal the car, and the club makes my job a lot tougher. So if you want to keep your car, club it. When it comes to protecting your car against theft, you should be using the club anti-theft device. The city of McAllen, Texas proved just how effective the club is. After developing a vehicle anti-theft program featuring the club, auto thefts were reduced over 43%, resulting in annualized taxpayer savings of over $10 million. During the program, users of the club were over 99% successful in eliminating auto theft. Remember the club? It was retractable. It came in standard red or other bright colors, and it fit on your car steering wheel like a glove. For you youngins out there, the club was a rubber-covered metal vice meant to deter people from stealing your car. It wasn't an alarm. It was more like a middle finger to a thief that stood up for you in your absence, calling to the criminal, is it worth the bother? Unfortunately, it should be on your Christmas shopping list, especially if you own a car with a key fob and a keyless ignition. The club's rise is due to the return of another 1990s fad, carjackings. Even the word jack came to belong synonymous with the word steal, at least according to Ice Cube and Lynch Mob. It's hard to miss the mini epidemic happening in Chicago over the past few months. In fact, several SUVs have been attempted to be jacked just a few blocks from my home. But it wasn't until last week that it may have hit its George Floyd moment in the city. In the middle of a sunny weekday, a retired firefighter was shot to death after an attempted carjacking. This was the latest of more than 1,200 cases of carjackings police reported that they've responded to in 2020. At one point, I remember hearing that carjackings used to be a gang initiation for young men. Is that still the case? Make the change cause we're all in the same game. Maybe the old school has a lesson for the young heads in your young skinny jeans listening to your mumble rap. As I was digging through my mother's closet after her death, I found the club she used to attach to the steering wheel. I'd use it again if I could find the key. Texas. 
this is a tale as big as the state of Texas. And I'm pretty sure it's true because it happened to me. Uh, once upon a time, I was living all alone in Big D. That's Dallas, Texas, of course. How about them, Dallas? Yeah! I was living in Oak Cliff. It's a neighborhood that's famous for being the home of Yellow Beezy. Whenever you live somewhere that's famous for a rapper who still has a shag in the back of his head, uh, expect trouble. And I, I should have expected trouble. I was newly single. The pandemic had just hit. And I hunkered down in an apartment like a hermit. Everything I owned was in this apartment. Everything that I'd take with me when I moved out of Texas in a month would be what I could fit inside of my Chrysler that was parked below the second story window. I hated that car. My ex-wife picked up that car out the dealer. If she had spent more time picking out that car, she did picking me out. Well, anyway, personally, I was at my lowest point. There were nights I nearly slept in the car. Then one day, you know, I woke up, climbed out of bed, and looked down at the car, or at least where the car was supposed to be. I didn't see it. Maybe I parked somewhere else. A uh, new family had moved in downstairs. The whole bottom floor was like transient. Like one half was this family that had just moved in. The other half was this weird like halfway house that was run by this old church lady and stacked with like Tarantino movie extras. They were like less residents, more like people, suspects in search of crime. So I walked downstairs and looked for the car, nowhere. It was, it was gone. Like, like maybe it was towed. Um, our lot was constantly patrolled by police and tow trucks checking for residential stickers, these yellow stickers in the car. Um, I called a tow company. They had towed my ex's car like several months back. Uh, this time they said it wasn't them. And, and I believed them. So it meant that my car would be stolen. But it didn't make any sense because how could they have gotten into my car? I slept with the key fob underneath my pillow. It was my pillow, my key fob, and then the butcher knife that I kept underneath my pillow. Remember, I lived in the neighborhood where Yellow Beezy came from. So anyway, so you can't start the car without a key fob. It sends a signal that unlocks the push and then the ignition starts and then the car So without the signal getting sent, you couldn't start the car. So how the hell did somebody get into my car? So I was, I was heated. I called Dallas police. I reported the car stolen. Officer comes pretty quickly. I got to give them, you know, props for that. They did came, they did come quick. Filled out the report. And just like the dude in the Big Lebowski, I had no illusions of finding that car. I called my insurance. Um, I talked to this guy. We'll call him Jake. In a couple of hours, he called back and he told me, expect to receive a call from the police. Like, so I was like, did you find my car? Uh, the, the guy, Jake, Jake, we'll call him. Uh, he said he knew where the car was, but he couldn't tell me due to liability because if I knew where it was, I might try to use force, like a gun, to reclaim it. Because after all, we were in the heart of Texas. I waited hours, I waited a day, I waited days, and then the phone rang. <laughs> Did we call you already? Asked the older lady on the phone. Well, we found your car. Uh, it was just like the Big Lebowski, except it was less smelly. My car was there, packed in a junkyard. It had been there for days. 
in this case, it'd be accruing hundreds of dollars of holding fees. The official story is that someone took my Chrysler, my piece of junk, for a joyride, and then just parked it on the street and left it there until the suburban police department saw it and said, oh, look at that crap, and then towed it. I had, to, I had to pay for a lift to go to a junkyard to get my own car. Like on the way home, I kept thinking like, I'm gonna park that car back in front of this apartment building. What would stop it from getting stolen again? If they did it once, couldn't they come back and do it again? And that's when I thought, no, 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 no. Da, 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 auto zone. Except no substitutes, okay? The club, yeah. As I was checking out, this the younger guy told me uh, that he had just bought one for his truck, red. I got the yellow one, bright yellow. I want you to know, if you come for my car, go for the next car, okay? Now, I started in Dallas, but it continued, sadly. Four months after I moved in September, this is back in Big D, a 13 and a 14-year-old boy were arrested for shotgun carjacking in an apartment complex like my own. Yeah, 13 and 14. A police union rep in Dallas told the CBS 11 TV station that, quote, they are running the streets. They are not going to bed. They're staying out drag racing all night. Let this victim, I mean, in this case, the guy whose car they took, he hung onto the roof of the vehicle to try to maintain contact with, the, with it. Okay, dude, at some point, you got to be cognizant that it's just a vehicle. This is why you have insurance. And get another car. Family and friends can't get another you. In DC, a month ago, mass carjackers started to focus in on, because it's the holidays, delivery trucks in search of expensive holiday items. Stats reported by Fox 5 TV in DC found that there was a 129% increase in carjackings in the area and most of them focused on delivery trucks. The FBI got involved. And as we know, carjackings in Chicago sadly included the recent attempted carjacking of veteran firefighter Dwayne Williams. Williams was shot and killed in the middle of the day outside of a gourmet popcorn shop. He had served 28 years with the Chicago Fire Department. He was 65. In his case, and in others like it, it is believed that carjackers may have tried to hack into his system, hack into his key fob to try to obtain his vehicle. City to city, something's happening. We gotta protect ourselves. You wanna take my word for it? Listen to Valerie's interview about this unfortunate trend. Hi guys, I'm Valerie Johnson and welcome to Interludes. I am very honored to have Deputy Chief Bunes with us. How are you? I am doing very, very well. Excited to be here. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, got some got some hard questions for you, but it's dealing with a topic I hate to talk about, which is um, carjackings. Uh, this year, yeah, this year we've seen a rise in carjackings compared to 2019. Why do you think this is happening? Looking at it for from the analysis part from the Bureau of Detectives, it, it seems this is something new. What's going on this year? It, it seems like uh, technology has evolved, and so has the criminals. 
So every time something comes into play, uh, where something new and someone figures it out, then we get a little uptick in a crime. And right now, the hottest thing is the carjackings and the vehicle thefts uh, because of the technology. So they found a way into the, through the technology. Yeah, and speaking about that, some victims of carjackings, those with key fobs and automatic starts believe that they've had their systems hacked. Have you found this any evidence of computer or radio hacking to explain this? So right now what we're finding is that there is either uh, an app that's out there or some kind of uh, technology of a transmitter that's being used to intercept the key fob and the, uh, the actual signal it has. Uh, so through our analysis, that is basically what is coming out um, in terms that there's something that if they get closer enough to a person or their per personal belongings, like a purse or their pocket, they're able to take that uh, transmission from the key fob and actually replicate it and get in their vehicle. Okay. Uh, what, if any, types of vehicles are being tar car targeted specifically by the carjackers? Have you noticed? What we've noticed right now through the analysis, it happens to be either Jeep, Dodge, Chryslers, not to say that we've seen Chevy too. We've seen Kias. We've seen a little bit of everything, but right now the uptick happens to be in that, that Chrysler make vehicle like Dodge and Jeep. But there is a little bit of everything being taken off the street. Um, so we've seen a mess. Okay, good. If a person is confronted by a carjacker, what would you advise them to do? Definitely don't fight. Uh, do not fight with a carjacker. Uh, give him the keys, the key fobs. Um, if they ask you to move out of the way, just move out of the way and take out, you know, let them take the car. Uh, you, can you can most likely replace your car. Um, hopefully you have insurance on it, but it's not worth losing your life for it. So don't fight back. It can get really nasty. Exactly, exactly. What, what would be some do's and don'ts uh, when it comes to being carjacked? I, I think one of the things that we see is that people drive around with their cars open, with their doors unlocked. Make sure that your doors are locked. Um, I know some of the vehicles have the automatic lock, but if you do not, first thing you should do is press that door lock. Even getting in your car, if you're shopping, going to the grocery store, um, you should be able to get in your vehicle really quick and lock the door. Then take off your purse or whatever. Uh, what we're seeing is that people take their time, they get to their car, they open up their door, and they'll probably sit in their car without their door, you know, doors being locked. So lock your doors, it's very important. Uh, the other thing is be aware of your surroundings. Take a look at what's going around, uh, what's happening. Um, a lot of people walk out of stores or walk into their car, they're looking down on their phones, they're texting. Um, try to stay away from all of that and kind of be aware of what's going on. Um, if you see individuals that are sitting in a car, they look suspicious, you don't feel comfortable, turn around and go back in the store. Um, by no means try to confront anybody and try to call them out on what they're attempting to do. Uh, just bring it up to an official, call 911, let them know that there's a car loader individual that doesn't look right, 
uh, we are seeing that the carjackings are taking place with more than one individual um, exiting from a vehicle. So it could be multiple in individuals. Uh, but please be aware of your surroundings. I think that is one of the biggest um, mistakes that somebody does not do is, is take a look at what's going on. You know what, don't look down on your phone. Don't start texting and doing all this other stuff on your phone. Get in your car, be safe, and lock the doors. That, that's some great advice. I, I really, I really appreciate that. Uh, here's a here's a quick throwback. Do preventative deterrents like the club really work? Believe it or not, that is fun. It's old school and it's funny because it does work. It does okay. work. So you know what? That is something. If you can find them, it still does work um, because it, again, it, it takes something so simple where it locks the clutch and it locks your steering wheel, and they can't move your car. Um, but this is another, with technology evolving, there is another thing that works, and it's called a, a far-uday far bag. Uh, basically, the bag is kind of, it's a bag that's specially made with a mesh inside that if you put your transmitter in there, it protects it from anybody stealing um, the actual signal from the key box. Um, so, what, so there's been stories of individuals who are exiting a store, and basically they're walking to their car and they see their car or someone drive off in their vehicle because they're able to feel that signal from your pocket, basically, from your key box. So if you have a, this type of bag that's like a mesh or a seal or a tin can, something as simple as a tin can that you put your fob inside of it, it blocks that transmission. So this type of bag, you can find them on eBay, Amazon, or again, something as simple as a tin can that you just throw your key fob in there and definitely put it away in your purse. In your house, if you have an extra key fob in your house, put it in that this kind of container or bag. So that way there are people, you know, I see videos of people walking around uh, property trying to pick up a signal, um, trying to get in their garage or what have you. So, these are things that you can do and use to, you know, kind of save you from the frustration of losing your vehicle or, you know, someone approaching you. Just, you know, take your key fobs and put them away. Wonderful. Uh, what plans or programs does Chicago Police set to make sure that carjacking numbers don't continue to rise in 2021 as we go into the new year? Right now we have, uh, we're working on a task force. Uh, we had a small task force uh, that was suffice for when the numbers didn't uh, have an upset. Right now we're increasing that task force. Um, so there is logistics in plan where this is going to branch out and it's going to have um, a task force with multiple smaller teams that are gonna go to the areas and serve the district uh, in particular. So it's a bigger task force. It is being provided by the Bureau of Detectives and Patrol, which is operations. So basically, they're all coming together to create this task force. Well, they'll, they're gonna have knowledge of all these groups. Um, there's certain individuals that are already been ID'd um, that are going out there and committing uh, these carjackings and juveniles. You know, juveniles are playing a huge part of this as well. So we are kind of, putting our minds together where we're going to have a plan in place to kind of combat the uptick that we have, and hopefully it will calm everything down. Excellent. Excellent. Well, I just wanted to uh, talk with you to just actually put some good information out about what people can do to protect themselves, especially during this holiday season. It's very important. 
because I feel like we're going to be out shopping even with the pandemic um, and we just want to be safe uh, while we are going to and from our cars. Absolutely. It's very, it's, it's the simple things that we can do. And I think the biggest ones are, you know, just, just pay attention to what's going on around you. Um, if you don't walk with your phone in your hand or looking down at your phone and just ensure that you get, you know, safely in your car, lock the door, and then kind of from there, do what you're going to do. I think that would save a lot of people a lot of frustration um, as we move forward with this. Um, but another little tip is um, a lot of these newer vehicles have um, the touch open on the actual door. So when you, you don't have to use your key fob to open the door, but there's a little okay. button on the on the handle. Tend to use that when you get near your door instead of using the key fob. Because uh, that way the key fob sends a, trans a signal out that people can catch. When you touch that little that little um, button on the knob, it does not. There is no no transmission. There is no signal. So if you walk to your car and you got that little button, just press it. You, you can get in your car instead of using the actual key fob. Wow, Deputy Chief, these are excellent tips, and uh, just thank you so very much for joining me and letting letting my audience know how to best protect themselves during this time. Deputy Chief Bunez, thank you yeah. so very much. I'm Valerie Johnson, and this is Interludes. For more tips on how to stay safe during the holiday season, please visit our website where we have tips from the police to prevent carjackings. Next time on Interludes, 2020 is almost in our rearview mirror. It was a year that brought about many changes throughout our entire lives. Time to reflect and look back at some of the best things heard in 2020 on the next Interludes. Interludes, original concept by Valerie Johnson. Written and produced by Michael Womble and Valerie Johnson. Original music intro and outro by Kendall Nesbeth. Interludes, a pure lighthouse production, brought to you by A1 Pest Masters. For all your exterminating and pest control needs, call A1 Pest Masters at area code 773-365-9962 or visit their website at a1pestmasters.com. When you book your appointment with A1 Pest Masters, tell them that you heard it on the podcast called Interludes. Interludes.